Welcome to NS Audio, you amazing people. Today I'm joined by guest Tin Robic, who has built an Instagram agency. He started building his skills on the internet space since the age of 13, around 14, and now fast forward a couple years, he's building one of the largest Instagram agencies in the space. He's totally crushing it. In our conversation today, we spoke about all things Instagram, from Instagram marketing to building up a personal brand on Instagram, a side learning Tin story and how he built everything up from the ground up. And as always, to those of you who are new, new episodes of NS Audio drop every Wednesday. And if you'd like to let me know your feedback, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or reach out to me at Nitty Saran on Instagram or Twitter. Without talking too much about it, let's get further into it. I'm good. What about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. And I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time to have this conversation with me. I've been really excited because you're the first person I'm having on for, you know, season two of NS Audio. Mm -hmm. And so let's get right into it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So I want you to tell me about yourself. Tell me your backstory for anyone who's unfamiliar with who you are. Tell me. For sure. So my name is Tin. Um, formerly, you know, people know me as Tin Rovic on uh, Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, my real name is basically Tin Dmitrovic, right? I'm from Croatia. It's a small country in uh, Europe. And yeah, like my story, I was always like an ambitious kid. I wanted to do like more stuff than just going to school, right? I was not like an average kid, right? So at the age of 12 or 13, I started, you know, diving into social media, into graphic design, um, I started learning Photoshop uh, via YouTube, right? So I was I was watching videos, you know, how to do, uh, you know, infographics, how to do all different stuff on Photoshop, right? Basically graphic design, right? And that's when I, I hopped actually on Twitter and I started kind of creating my kind of like a personal brand, what I'm doing right now, but it was not so serious back then, right? So I was really... Uh, I was really into graphic design and that's what I monetized. And on Twitter, I was DMing a bunch of people. I remember um, it was like a mess. But yeah, this is how I started like doing and generating like $100 per month. You know, I was doing like probably like five banners, $20, you know, per banner. And that that's how I got into into the game. So yeah, it was it was it was wild. So this is what I did from, I would say, 13 to 14. Um and then from 14 to, let's say, 17 or 16, uh, I was basically kind of lost. I tried a bunch of things. I was doing, I was still doing a graphic design, you know, but I was trying a bunch of things. And then um, I'm going to make this short. So then at the age of 18, um, I basically started a, an Instagram. I was scrolling in my dorm room in college. Uh, I was really bored at college and I didn't really know what to do. And yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't, I was really like bored and I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw, you know, team pages, business team pages. And uh, I was kind of intrigued by that. And um, one guy from Romania, I think uh, his name is Carl. He had a page called Business Mentorship. I, I think he still has that page uh, today. And yeah, he was growing those pages and it was kind of interesting for me. And I started in, you know, I started growing my own page. And what I did, it was kind of interesting because I DM'd a bunch of people, you know, big pages in, in, in the business niche on Instagram. And I started doing graphic design, graphics primarily, you know, infographics for them uh, in exchange for a shout out. 
and that's how I started growing growing my page, right? I grew that page to 10,000 followers in two weeks and then in one year to over 100,000 followers. And basically, I sold that page uh, and I started my own agency, Instagram growth agency. And yeah, this is basically what I'm doing right now. I mean, it's it's a really like kind of long story, but I made it a bit short. So yeah. No, that's really, really cool. I mean, it was, you know, it's really cool to see how your timeline started at such a young age. So first, I want to begin there. Like, what got you into the internet at such a young age? You said 13, 14, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, starting graphic design, getting into Photoshop. What got you on the internet if you were going to school beside it? Like, what made you get into that? Well, yeah, this is this is a great question. Um, I mean, I was really like a, more like a lonely kid. But I, I'm not looking at that like uh, something that's sad, right? It's, it's more like this gave me a lot of opportunity, right? So I was really an underdog, I would say. I was always exploring things, you know, to do something more than just school, right? The school was good and all, but, you know, you know, a lot of kids, you know, they started partying, you know, you know, with 12, 13 years old. They started actually going partying, right, in my town. And I was not really that type of dude, right? So <clears throat> my parents just bought a computer for me and you know that's when everything started for me so it was like uh, it was something I, I fell in love with uh, computers computer games I think I played like Call of Duty or something like that it was like so that, that was kind of my beginning but yeah <clears throat> it was really like uh, something that's it was I was kind of dr driven by passion I don't know why but uh, it was kind of something that I really loved I didn't really realize that you know that computer that my parents bought, that 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 will be the start of something really great, like in my life. So, yeah, I'm, I'm forever grateful for for my parents. Also, they are like my biggest support, you know. Now still, um, but yeah, like this is how I started. I was basically not an average kid, right? I was like always doing something more, right? And you know, when I was when I was young, this is a really great story. Like me and my friend, we opened kind of like. A, it was not like a lemonade stand. We 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 sold pretty much anything, right? Uh, toys, anything, right? And yeah, this is this is how how I started. So you know, the graphic design that was first thing, you know, first business on the computer. But uh, I was doing a lot of like different stuff. You know, I was always trying to come up with something interesting to do. You know, besides just school, right? Because I was not really a good good at school, <laughs> to be honest. So yeah. Wow, that's. That's incredible to see your story. And what I also like is that you said that you started like you were just selling anything, a lemonade stand, you said, right? Yeah. And it's just crazy that you started at a young age like that. I remember myself, I um, was selling stuff at a young age as well. So to see that, com you know, common trait among a lot of people who are making money and making money on the Internet, being entrepreneurs, I really like seeing that. And I like knowing that you know, you had that background, but also what also clicked and connected for me was that you used your graphic design skills from 13, 14, and you applied it to the Instagram page that you built up that you, you know, exchanged for shout outs mm -hmm. for the content creation for shout outs. And I really find that to be impressive that you were able to piece that together at such a young age. And I think that's incredible. Yeah. Like that, that, that's, that's true. That's very true. Like when I was starting out, you know, uh, the only skill I, I kind of knew the best was graphic design. And, um, you know, I thought, why not? You know, when I'm starting an Instagram page, when I started my Instagram page, uh, I was, you know, looking what skills could I incorporate in that Instagram page, right? I mean, I can create content. And when I started creating content, I finally realized that I really like doing that. Like 
still to this day, you know, for some of our clients in, in our agency, right, uh, I'm doing the content still because I kind of like that. I, kinda, I like to keep myself busy with creating content. It's just something that, you know, it, I, was, I was really passionate about when I, you know, finally realized that, you know, not just graphic design, but that, you know, thing, you know, social media content, that's something that, you know, uh, I was really passionate about and still am, right? So, yeah. Wow. I really like hearing that. You know, that's really interesting, actually, because, you know, a lot of people who get farther up when it comes to an agency, they usually just work on the business, not in the business. But since you have such a passion for graphic design and you decide, you know, you still want to work on it here and there, mm -hmm. that's incredible. And I, I can see that you have that passion. So you do an amazing job running an Instagram agency business. Now, talk to me more about what exactly your agency does. Yeah, so we are basically an Instagram growth agency, right? We are focusing uh, specifically on personal brands, right? So we basically grow personal brands. We create ads through shoutouts on big pages. We own over 1 million plus follower network on Instagram, right? So big pages in the business niche. And through that, we basically uh, promote our clients. We also do content creation for them. Uh, we manage ads or, you know, we create ads for those shoutouts, right? And yeah, that's basically how we grow personal brands. And then we also help our clients monetize those personal brands right as well because most of our clients are you know uh, entrepreneurs who want to monetize you know through digital products mostly and yeah this is this is what we do in a nutshell um you know i was doing a lot of stuff you know you know past year uh 2020 at the start of 2020 i was not really into instagram agency but right now i just focused you know on something that i love and something that you know i could you know potentially help others and yeah this is this is what we do right now that's awesome that's awesome so tell me about your i know you talked to me about your journey but tell me about your journey with your agency in specific mm -hmm. like what made you get into the agency business model rather than something like just selling promos on a mm -hmm. you know a page yeah so i was i think i was on instagram i don't know like when it was 2018 and i saw a guy named iman gaji i think it's it's his name mm -hmm. uh, i don't know if i pronounced it right but yeah um he he was yeah. uh doing an agency stuff and he's a really incredible and interesting dude like he is i think 19 right now i think he was 17 or 18 at that time and uh yeah he was doing the agency stuff but he was doing like facebook advertising and i saw his course right so i bought his course and yeah i just started learning and started applying you know and at first i was I was not really doing, um, I was not really doing Instagram. I mean, I knew Instagram, I had a page, but I didn't know how to leverage that page into like more like an agency. So I started doing video editing, mm -hmm. content creation for others. Uh, I was actually also consulting, you know, others on how to grow their own page. Uh, that was kind of a good gig. Um, and yeah, like this, this is basically the first time with that page and agency that I made $10,000. Um, you know, combined with, you know, all the content creation, consulting work and everything. And I knew, you know, there was uh, basically, you know, a market where I could earn even more. Right. So, uh, yeah, but everything started when I saw an ad from that guy, Eamon. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, he was he was really my driving force to start an agency. Uh, and I saw, you know, how he is running the agency. You know, he's, you know, working four or five hours per day, not much, you know. Uh, it's a flexible work and yeah, 
I was like really dragged into it. So yeah, that, that's that's how I started basically. Yeah, I really like that because I also got into business in general because of Iman Gadji actually. Mm -hmm. So it's actually insane that you say that because, and actually interesting because, you know, he really does work on his agency for like a couple hours and he always, you know, teaches systems mm -hmm. and processes and things like that. So I really like how you're like the prime example of like taking action because you bought the course and you decided to take action on it, whether you knew, you know, what you were doing or not, you still helped with things like consulting, video editing, things like that, just small things here and there. And I find that to be really, really, you know, powerful to someone who's listening that, you know, no matter what, even if you don't know and you don't have experience, you can still start small and I think that's something amazing that anyone can take from your yeah journey. for sure like you know when I when I was starting I saw you know Iman was like 17 years old or something like that it was mind-blowing to me you know that anyone can pretty much start a business right so I said why not you know I have the skills I could start it and yeah I basically took action you know a lot of people you know they will watch the course or maybe they will buy a course and never watch it you know uh, I think you know at least watch it and see, you know, take action and, you know, you will, as you go, you can fix, you know, your failures, you can fix your, you know, mistakes and um, yeah, as you go, you pretty much learn, right? So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, you know, where did, you know, this passion for Instagram come from? Because when you, when you discussed how you got Iman's course and you weren't using Instagram mm -hmm. in the beginning, why did you go to Instagram? What was, where was the passion for Instagram coming from out of all platforms? Mm -hmm. Why Instagram? So yeah, when I was in, in college, like prior to opening an agency, uh, I was scrolling on Instagram, right? So I was always like kind of addicted, like a consumer to Instagram, right? Um, and I was all, like all the time on the Instagram and I really love the platform, how it works, you know, and everything. And I was always thinking, you know, how can I use Instagram to make a business? Right. So once I grew my page to like hundred thousand plus followers, right. Um, actually one of my partners reached out to me in the DMS, you know, he's my current partner, but back then he was, you know, just a customer, basically my customer, which is, you know, crazy. And he asked me if he could, uh, you know, buy my consultations and about growth. And I was basically teaching him about growth. And, you know, that's when we kind of met. Um, and yeah, so when I started my agency, kind of my Instagram agency, I met that partner again. And we basically, he was not my partner back then, but we basically partnered up. And right now, me and my partner are running that agency, that Instagram agency, right? He had a lot of uh, experience in the Instagram as well as I did, right? I, I basically, you know, was teaching him before, you know, he, you know, before he, you know, pr practically grow his own, own Instagram network of business pages, right? So, uh, and yeah, this, this was kind of like the start. And right now we're working together for a year or less than a year, actually. So yeah, we're working together, you know, before I, it was just me. But I figured, you know, it's much easier if I have a partner that's aligned with, uh, you know, what I want to do. And he's really great. Like uh, his name is Parveen. He's from India. Um, he's really great. He he does marketing in our agency. And I basically do all the client communication, sales and all that. So, yeah. 
That's really, really cool. And I like how, you know, you brought up, you know, having him as a customer in the beginning and, you know, him turning into an actual business partner. Mm -hmm. Like, that's insane. So you have some experience and you have lots of experience with networking and things like that. So tell me what you think about networking and the importance of networking, because right there, that example is just a prime example of how networking can change your life, you know? So just tell me what you think of networking and some pieces of advice you have for someone listening on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think, you know, when it comes to networking, when I was growing my own page uh, on Instagram, I met a lot of people. Like I met multimillionaires. You know, I always say on Twitter, I tweet a lot about uh, having multimillionaires in my DMs, right? Uh, the thing with networking is today you can reach anyone from anywhere, right? You can, I mean, you can reach people who are multimillionaires. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't do that like a few decades ago, right? So. It's something that I think a lot of people are still not using. I think networking can level up your business. Not just that, it can level up the quality of your life. You can meet people who are on the same path as you. Um, you can, you can pretty much, you know, grow your business. You know, with the, you know, if you meet, you know, some people, some clients, then you, those clients can refer you to other clients. And it's just, uh, I think, you know, that quote, your uh, network is your net worth. I think that's, that really sums up, you know, what networking is really about, you know, about, because I think anyone should open up a personal brand, even if you don't want to grow a personal brand, you know, just to network with others. And, you know, uh, it doesn't even have to be a personal brand. I mean, you can just open an Instagram account or Twitter account and just, you know, network with other individuals that you find interesting, right? Because, and also when it comes to networking, you know, uh, I used a lot of, you know, uh, I used Twitter to meet a lot of a lot of people. Uh, and I think, you know, those people that I met on Twitter are really, really valuable. And I think, uh, you know, there is there isn't anything more valuable in life than like networking, you know, when it comes to like, I think when it comes to like business, right? Uh, and not just business, like life in general, you know, if you meet a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, you have stories to tell as well. Uh, and I think that's really valuable uh, skill to have, you know, not, not many people know how to network. I think, you know, uh, many people, you know, they will just pitch their services. They will not, you know, provide value up front. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of people do. But yeah, networking is really like a incredible way of, you know, growing your business, growing your, you know, um, potential, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, it's, it's just like you said, your network is your net worth. And I tweeted about it before, like the, when I started to surround myself with, you know, people who were ahead of me, that's when I started to get ahead. And I think it's so important that people start to provide actual value up front and actually start to, you know, give value and not even think about receiving anything in return. And that's the definition of networking. It's just giving, 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 and not worrying about what you're going to get mm -hmm. in return. And you also brought up, you know, um, you know, building a personal brand in order to network and do all this stuff and, you know, further your business. So out of all niches, because you also do this with your agency, why do you promote personal brands so much? Why is your niche personal brands? And, you know, what, why are you vouching a personal yeah, brand? Yeah, I so think uh, personal brand is something, you know, people do business with people. So I think, you know, you know, if you're a theme page, I had a theme page, right? I still have, I still own, you know, a few theme pages on Instagram, right? So, um, but I think having a personal brand, you know, having 100,000 followers on personal brand versus having 100,000 
followers on a you know just theme page i think personal brand is more valuable in, in that way because people do business with people they relate to your emotions so when you tell a story through content people really seem to like that and also they will buy more from you you know and that's why i kind of steered to like a personal brand more than like a theme page so yeah i think i think personal brand is really like uh it's, it's going to be even more popular in the in the upcoming years uh, just because, again, like, I, I just think, you know, that emotional, um, basically, you know, personal branding is uh, more like a human game, right? So I, I think, you know, people relate to humans and they buy products from humans. Of course, you know, Apple and all those corporations, they're, you know, multimillionaire, multi-millionaire brands. But I think, you know, those, those brands are basically, you know, a uh, long time here. And with personal brand, you can build up a brand in like a one year or less and, you know, grow. And that's what we do, like with our agents, you know, on Instagram. And yeah, I think I think that's that's it, you know, without me rambling too much here. But yeah, I think personal branding uh, is basically the key just because of that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, just like you said, you know, personal branding, it's an mm -hmm. emotional connection, you know, like you said, it's a human game. And, you know, when you're creating a, a page, people don't connect with just a, a logo. People don't connect with just a page sometimes, especially if you don't have it like completely branded. You know, sometimes people can connect mm -hmm. to the Nike logo, but that's only yeah. because it's so huge. But you need a story behind uh, any brand needs a story behind it. And I think it's so much easier to create uh, a story or any sort of, you know, um, emotional connection behind a human, behind a personal brand, behind an actual person creating the content because it's so much easier if you think about it that when you're creating like a personal brand it's so much easier to put your words out than it is to when you have a different like a theme page or a theme page brand you have to think about like am I going to put this out or this out does it align with my you know brand values but when it's a personal brand you can just be you because it's supposed to be authentic and it's supposed to have that you know rawness mm -hmm. and authenticity transparency and you're just supposed to be you know that human you know so to someone who's completely new to it, though, what's a personal brand? What would you yeah, say? Yeah, so I would say brand? a personal brand is basically uh, your personal account, just an account where you teach your skills, right? You teach. So personal brand could be on Twitter. It could be on YouTube. It could be on, uh, you know, Instagram. Um, and I think, you know, it's basically your personal account, right? And then on, on that account, you're basically teaching others uh something right what you know so for example if i'm basically i have a personal brand on twitter uh and i'm growing personal brand on twitter mainly but let's say you know i'm teaching others how to grow on instagram right so because i'm an owner of instagram agency right so i have that one skill and i promote it through my brand i also tell my own stories through my brand you know what i've been through um you know similar or similar what we did on this podcast right uh, i i told you, you know what i did before and yeah, it's kind of like sharing your life story, you know, how you do things and also like having your primary uh, skill that you can teach others. And then you can, you know, monetize that personal brand with a course, with a, you know, digital product or something like that. But I think that's in a nutshell, personal branding. Um, yeah, like I, I actually never been asked, you know, what personal branding is. So this is a pretty interesting, interesting question. 
Yeah, definitely. Because it's like sometimes some people may wonder, like, mm -hmm. what is a personal brand? So, you know, I really like the definition you gave. And, you know, overall, to sum it up, I would probably say just like off of what you're saying, it's pretty much putting yourself out there mm -hmm. and just being the authentic you and finding that tribe, finding that community that really loves you for who you are, supports you and also is interested in being like a loyal follower, a loyal part of the community in order to, you know, like you said, you can monetize them and help them. And, you know, when you find that target audience, they trust you more because you have a story behind you. You're a personal brand. You have a name. You're putting your name out there. And, you know, you're not ashamed or embarrassed of the content you're putting out there because you're taking ownership for it. And like, I find that to be very interesting. People who stay anonymous on social media versus people who don't, I, very, I have respect for both, but I have a lot, a lot, a lot of respect for people who put their name out there because they're taking mm -hmm. ownership for what they do, no matter what, and accountability for what happens to exactly, their name, yeah. their reputation, you know? So, yeah. So in one piece of your content from Instagram, I checked, um, it's you said that your mm -hmm. personal brand is like a funnel and you go through awareness, interest, consideration, intent, and sale. Could you explain more about this funnel? Mm -hmm. what's so, so yeah, basically, you know, when someone comes to your personal brand, it, it doesn't need to be on uh, on Instagram. It could be on Twitter, again, YouTube. Uh, but yeah, you have you have kind of like a funnel, right? So when someone comes to your visits your page, uh, you know, your bio needs to be optimized, right? You, you know, who are you? What are you doing? Um, you don't then you can have a call to action, right? A link, you know, where they can, you know, even, you know, they could buy a course or maybe they can schedule a, a call with you. And then, you know, when people visit your page, they will follow based on what they know, right? And what they know, they can see, you know, they can see uh, basically, you know, who you are, what you're about, your content. Your content is, I think, the most important uh, thing uh, and factor in that funnel, right? Because, People often follow 90%, I would say 99% of people will follow you just because, you know, they uh, they love your content, right? They love what you're doing and this is why they will follow you. So I always say, you know, you have to optimize the funnel, right? Uh, optimize your avatar, optimize your bio, uh, have a call to action, right? Uh, clearly state what your brand is about and uh, what people can expect from you. You know, maybe you can share you're a father, you know, you have two kids or something like that, you know, to build that emotional connection. Uh, but I think, yeah, in a nutshell, you know, uh, your personal brand, just like your, you know, landing page is kind of like a funnel. You know, people go through through the content and content is kind of like a tr uh, building trust, right? You build trust through, through content and then, you know, people will click on that call to action link and they will actually, you know, schedule a call or maybe buy from you. And yeah, this is how you nurture your audience, basically. So this is kind of like a, a, a funnel in a nutshell, I would say. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's a it's a great way to put it, actually. And that's why I found the piece of content mm -hmm. that you created with that funnel on it to be very important for anyone to see, actually, because like you said, you need your, your bio optimized and everything. But not only that, you know, Instagram is such a visual app that the content is so crucial to get right that even I'm sure, you know, you, you run mm -hmm. promos and ads for your clients and yourself that you know that even if, you know, you're running these promos and ads, if the page is not optimized itself, if the content is garbage, if it's all over the place, it won't reach you know the the efficiency it probably could versus if it yeah had exactly yeah content, i i 100 agree with that so yeah 
Yeah, definitely. So I really like that uh, funnel you have. So let's step away from Instagram for a little bit and we'll get back into it. But I want to know what your hobbies are a little bit more about you. What do you do for fun and what do you find yourself doing? When yeah, you for sure. Uh, this is actually a quite interesting uh, question. Yeah, um, I think, you know, what I do, I play soccer, which is basically football in Europe. Right. Um, this is what I do. Like mm -hmm. I do sports. I go to the gym. Um And yeah, like that's pretty much it. I used to play a lot of video games, uh, believe it or not. I was playing like uh, League of Legends. I was playing um, Call of Duty, uh, Counter-Strike. I was playing that. Um, you know, a lot of people think, you know, entrepreneurs, yo, they don't play games, you know, you don't want to play games or some, something like that. But yeah, mm -hmm. I think I find my relaxation in that, you know, and sometimes even today I play games, you know, it's, uh, it's just a part of who I am. I started with that and yeah, I'm pretty much doing that. But yeah, kind of my love is keeping myself fit and uh, occupied with some other things than just agency and business, right? So when I'm not working on my business, you can definitely like find me playing uh, football with my homies here or, you know, just uh, being in the gym, you know, uh, and yeah, just keeping myself sane uh, and Yeah, this that's pretty much it. Like, I don't have really a lot of hobbies. Uh, I live in a pretty small town, so you know, um, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's amazing, though. That's really amazing. I like how you know I myself also mm -hmm. like to work out and you know ride my bike and things like that as you know a side hobby, and I definitely get that. And you know, you having that balance is always a good thing. You know, you don't always want to be working and you want to find that balance where you can play games. You know, I myself, I find time to have fun, things like that, you know, especially because it's like Corona time. Yeah. I can't really leave the house sometimes. So it's not like I could go hang out with friends and things like that. But, you know, it's really important that you find something that, you know, really occupies your time and gives you that time to relax. And it's different for everyone. So have you found like, would you say it changes the level of how well you work in your business if you have or like energy levels when you're able to take uh, that balance and that time for working out playing with other people like football and and also just um you know playing video games would you say your energy levels and your you know being able to actually give your all mm -hmm. into your yeah I, I think 100 like uh, when i work out when i you know uh eat healthy Uh, when I came back, when I come back and, you know, on my PC and I want to do work, I feel like energetic. I feel like alive. Right. And this is what I want to feel right, like. Right. So I think, you know, having a sport or something, you know, that moves your body, uh, you need to have that also eating healthy. Um, that's, you know, a priority for me. Also, what I what I see that, uh, you know, I, I used to party a lot, you know, when before Corona, right? So that's, that sometimes damages my productivity. But what I realized if I go to a party and if I can't come back from a party and the next day, I kind of feel like I want to work even more, right? To reach even, you know, to reach even more goals, you know? So this is kind of like what I realized over the course of, you know, um, kind of partying and, you know, just, uh, you know, relaxing a bit. But yeah, I think, Uh, working out gives me energy and I think without that I would be pr pretty much lazy uh, you know if you know I would probably work on my business but it wouldn't be a hundred percent of productivity I think so yeah yeah definitely I mean we all need that balance otherwise you know it's all gonna fall off track that's why you know you're not supposed to work 
you know, hours and hours at a time. It's important you take work, you know, work in work blocks and take your time with it, go out for a walk, things like that. So I really love to hear uh, how you have those hobbies and, you know, those things that, and the things you're doing are actually benefiting your business. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, even if you're playing games, if you're, you know, going to the gym, it's actually all helping your business and helping you become a better person. So I really, really, you know, applaud you for that and really find that to be amazing. So now I want to, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it's amazing. Put a smile on my face to see that you have, you know, those things to go to whenever you want to find that balance. So uh, now I want to discuss a few practical things about mm-hmm. Instagram and Instagram growth. We can get back into it. So my first question is, what mm-hmm. do you consider high quality? That's, that's pretty much interesting question. So um, what do I consider uh, high quality content? High quality content is basically content where you, you're teaching something, uh, your audience, right? But you're also, also kind of entertaining them, right? And you also share a bit about, you know, yourself, right? A piece of yourself. I think that's kind of like three things that your content, uh, well, basically, you know, entertaining factor, you know, your content needs to have that entertaining factor. Uh, Then you also need to teach someone something through your content, you know, teaching your audience something, which is kind of like a value factor of your content. And then I think, you know, um, you need to have a little bit of virality in your content. So I don't know, you know, if you're into crypto, you're probably talking about Bitcoin right now. You know, that's viral uh, right now. So I think, yeah, those three factors, I think, are pretty much. And also, I would add authenticity. I think that's a, a big factor. If you're building a personal brand, right, uh, that's a big factor. So, yeah, I think that's uh, quality content in a nutshell. So, yeah. Wow. So that's, you know, that's exactly how I put it as well. And I like that you said, you know, things like entertaining, educating, and, you know, what I usually put together is you said educate, um, you said, you know, entertaining, mm-hmm. educating, and also like being authentic and, you know, having virality, but also, you know, like I always say there's like three pillars, but you brought in even more pillars, e- education, entertainment, you know, I say inspiration, authenticity there's so much that can go into it and if you just have that peak yeah, content yeah. it can really help your page right so what would you say that organic growth is still a good yeah i actually i actually get a lot of uh a lot of questions like these in, in my dms right so um i personally i would not really go if i'm starting an instagram and if i have some money some budget i would not focus on organic growth right but um i think you could still grow organically uh, it's just going to be harder as we go into the future, right? I think, you know, uh, most people are using, you know, ads or maybe, you know, shout outs to grow. Um, you know, live streams are pretty good if you don't have money, you know, if you live stream with other big people in your niche. Um, but yeah, overall, I think organic growth is not really uh, is not really going to be better as we go into the future. So I think, you know, investing your money, into you know ads or into shout outs uh or you know or maybe hiring an agency i don't know you know it 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 will be better because you know you will you need to you want to grow fast right i mean not fast but efficient and fast right and um i don't think organic growth will give you you know both of that you know you maybe will grow efficient but you will not grow fast right uh so i think you know organic Con- or organic growth actually will uh, kind of decline as we go into the future. Uh, that's kind of like my opinion, of course. But yeah, I think, you know, 
you know, what we do with our clients, for example, is we always, you know, um, you know, advise them to have uh, an ad budget for the shout outs and then, you know, just spending that ad budget on shout outs, um, you know, on, on big pages, you know, 100,000 plus follower pages will get you that, you know, growth that you want, right? So, yeah, I think um, without, again, me rambling too much, I don't think uh, organic growth is a way to go in, in the future, right? And right now, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you, actually, because, you know, just like any other platform, it has its peaks, it has its downtimes. And I would say it isn't too bad, but, you know, it's still a good time to, you know, like you said, you want to be more efficient with it and, you know, paying for ads and promos. You can earn the money back so easily with Instagram. And it's not like the follower, the followers are bad or anything like that. The platform is really good. Yeah, and it's yeah. such a gold mine. You can use the opportunity, but it's just, you know, you just have to get to, you have to, in order to, you know, acquire that audience and acquire that attention, it's important you pay for it. Sometimes even like you said, live streams, you know, it's really important you use those growth hacks that you can use whether it's paid for or whether it's free, um, but you, it's really important you go and try to get those growth hacks and uh, sponsorships and uh, you know ads, promos, things like that, and just grow that way because it's more efficient and you earn money quicker. It's not like you're just waiting yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, with organic growth, it's it's you know you could still pretty much grow organically, but you know it's going to be a lot of hard work and mental work. But I think you know. If you're getting into Instagram, you're either going all in or, you know, you're not going into it, right? I mean, as you said, you know, I have a client uh, who signed with us, a, you know, a couple of months ago and he's making money back each month, you know, from our service. He pays us and then he makes that money back from his from his services, basically. You know, he also sells like course. But yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, uh, you could get that money back really quickly if you know what, it, what you're doing. So, yeah. Definitely. So leading off of organic growth, and I already, you know, you already said that, you know, it's going to get worse as, you know, the years go on. Would you say hashtags are a good, um, you know, option to choose? Mm -hmm. Like, would you use um, hashtags? I personally don't use hashtags on any of my posts. I mean, I'm not growing currently my own brand on, on Instagram, but for our clients, we don't really use hashtags, you know, uh, and on our pages, we don't also use hashtags. I think, you know, uh, with promotions, if you if you start if you start and you start growing with promotions, I think you could reach a lot of big numbers. And you know we are doing with our best post on our on our team pages, we are doing uh, seven hundred thousand uh, reach people reach our post uh, without hashtags. So through Explore page, everything through Explore page, right? So I think you know uh, hashtags are kind of. I'm not. I'm not going to say dying out, but I. I'm just not using them. I don't think they are efficient as a lot of people, you know, think they are. You know, hashtags could give you growth here and there, but I don't think they're, um, you know, they're as good as they were before. Again, same as a, like organic growth. I think you know, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my opinion on it. I'm not going to like hate hashtags or something like that, but I think I think they're, um, you know, still you can use them. Yeah. But I, I just don't personally use them. You know, I think there are much better ways to to grow at the start, too. So, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Like efficiency over anything, right? So, you know, you brought up the Explore page. So could you talk to me a little bit about, you know, what the Explore page mm -hmm. is so and how you can Explore get on the Explore page? Explore page is basically page? where all posts from Instagram circulate, right? Uh, it's basically a big, uh, it's kind of like an Instagram algorithm. You will see a lot of posts there on the Explore page. If you visit your Explore page from your own profile, you will see a lot of posts that are recommended for you, right? So um, Instagram is recommending posts that you might like, right? You might follow, for example, Tony Robbins. So they will, you know, recommend you Tony Robbins on the on the Explore page. So yeah, this is how, how Instagram algorithm is basically recommending your content. And how do you get on the Explore page? Well, basically, pretty much with our team pages, you need to have good content. That's like the first thing. And also you need to have kind of like a bigger account. I would not say like a bigger account, but um, you will need to have like followers because followers drive kind of reach and everything because on our page, we get, you know, on our page with 300,000 followers, we get around, I would say 50 to 100,000 uh, reach. So people reach our post uh, through explore page. I mean, there are a lot of different ways you can reach Explore page, but I think just being consistent and just creating content and growing your account. So growing your account is very important because Instagram will see, you know, they will prioritize accounts that are growing because they will see, you know, there's value there, right? Because uh, people are following this account. It means the, that account is valuable. We will recommend those posts from that account to other people, right? So this is kind of like how Instagram algorithm works in a nutshell. Um, you know, you don't need to know really how the algorithm works. You just need to have great content, uh, you know, advertise yourself, you know, however you want. But, you know, as I said, you could be ads. It could be, you know, uh, organically, you know, maybe through live streams or something like that. And then, you know, also shout outs. So, yeah, just if your page is growing, Instagram will show that page to other people and yeah, you will naturally gain more attention that way. So yeah. Definitely. So, you know, like you said, um, you know, yeah. you just have to have a healthy account going. Your your page has to be growing and you just have to pretty much have good quality content that other people are gonna engage on and also having good early engagement and just the engagement and the reach being good enough to get on the explore page further because Instagram will see like this post exactly, is already yeah. performing so well. Let's put it on the explore page. So leading into that, you know, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of, you know, um, you know, do's and don'ts. And a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, against or for engagement groups. So what do you think about engagement uh, Well, I think when, I, when I was starting out, I was general. using engagement groups also, but I felt like they were not helping me a lot. But I think, uh, you know, when it comes to engagement groups, if you don't have a lot of budget, use them. But I would not say use use them, um, use like, um, like usually engagement groups are you comment on on other people's posts right or something like that you know it's it's basically with commenting right a lot of these engagements are with comments or maybe likes or maybe saves uh, i don't know what's what's uh like what's up with the engagement groups today because i don't use them anymore but personally uh what i would do this is kind of like my own tip right uh you could build an engagement group where there are seven people you know, uh, uh, six people and you basically, and then each day one people, uh, basically one, uh, everyone shuts out you, right? And then the second day, everyone shuts out something, someone else, right? 
and this is how you how you go in a circle and basically this is how uh, you're sh shouting out uh other people other people shout out you and that's how you grow uh this is what i tested you know on some of my uh you know accounts dummy accounts on instagram and it pretty much uh worked so i think this is when you when you're creating engagement group i think this uh could potentially be a good engagement group so i don't really know about any other engagement groups i'm not really into it i don't think they are good but i just think you know um this is kind of my idea i don't know if people are already using something like this uh but yeah um i think th th this will work really good on on instagram as well i think you know people are also using something similar like that on twitter so i figured you know we could use that on instagram as well so yeah Definitely. I mean, I remember the early days of using Instagram myself. I would always use engagement groups, but you know, it's not important. You know, it's important. You just don't rely on it hundred percent. But what I like you brought up yeah. was the cycling, the, um, the shout out cycling between seven people in an engagement group. So I, I actually know about that. And that's where you, you know, you start an engagement group with seven, mm -hmm. you know, six other people, which, you know, is seven people in all where those people are in the same niche as you or whatever. And you guys all have pages that you want to grow. And, the pages are around the same following and every day you guys would all shout out one person and you know one person would have one day to themselves to get shouted out and the other person the next day and the next day and the next well day. i think would if you, you if you don't really have money have you tried it yourself? on the start and if you want to grow like kind of like organically you're basically leveraging other people's pages right so uh, i think it would be a good i think it would be a good the uh, good strategy for growth right because if they're in your niche uh, it's pretty much going to go well, right? So I think if you don't have money, uh, if you want something efficient, I think that will work uh, 100% because I tried it. Um, and yeah, I think it, it's a great strategy at the start if you don't have any money at all, right? So yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I like how, you know, you said leverage other accounts, just same way, like when you're going to, you know, get on a live stream with someone, which is actually sure, something I yeah, want to yeah. do with you next. I want to, sure. you know, get on a live stream with you, do exactly what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so we're going to do that soon sometime. Uh, we should plan that. But yeah, it's definitely good that you, you know, get those growth hacks, those, in, um, you know, get in and leverage as much as you can for free and then get into paid strategy. So what do you recommend? Mm -hmm. is so the best I think, you know, if you have you like budget topic? anywhere from a uh, hundred dollars to, I would say, you know, 400 or $500 go with, so this is like kind of small budget, right? Go with Instagram ads. You could do like story ads. Uh, I don't know, just try out, you know, you can test a B test, you know, uh, different type of ads and creatives on Instagram ads I'm not really an expert in Instagram ads. I tried it once. I tried story ads and uh, it worked for me well. Uh, but what we do, we, again, focus on shout outs. So if you have like $500 plus, you know, $1,000 plus, you can focus on shout outs, right? You can, uh, you know, if you have, for example, $400, um, you know, $100 per week, you know, that's $400, uh, you know, per month. You could do, you could do that, right? Uh, $100 each week for for the shout outs, you know, you can promote yourself on big pages. And I think you could, you know, do that over the over the course of the year, right? So um, if you if you have a lot of money, right, if you don't have a lot of money, again, I would say focus on Instagram ads, and also focus try to focus on other organic like things, as we mentioned, like uh, engagement groups, live streams with other people in your niche, bigger other bigger people in your niche. And yeah, I think th th this is this is a, 
a very good kind of strategy to go on. You know, if you have money, um, you know, go for the shoutouts. If you don't have a, a lot of money, go with Instagram ads or something like that. You know, you could you could spend five dollars per day. You know, it's one hundred fifty dollars per month, and yeah. Let's say for someone who has, you know, um, mm -hmm. some money that they set aside for it and they can afford both. What would you say is the most efficient way to go about it? Would you say the promos from the bigger pages or mm -hmm. would you say, you know, $5? I think, you know, I think Instagram ads are um, Instagram ads. better alternative for like uh, maybe other type of brands, like maybe like e-commerce brands, because those are kind of targeted, right? Um and also, like shoutouts are also targeted, but I think you know when it when it comes to shoutouts, uh, you expose your content to uh, a lot of people at once. Uh, this is what Instagram ads can't really do. You know, they will, of course, they will expose you know one of your content, but a lot of people will click on your when you when you do shoutouts. A lot of people will click on your uh, profile, and you know some of them will not follow you, but they will see your content. And some of them will follow you, right? And people who are interested in your brand will obviously follow you and who are interested in what you want to say, right? So I think, you know, um, I think personally, shoutouts are better. Um, again, they are a bit more expensive, but I think, you know, overall, uh, again, you could also like, you could also see like with, with our clients, it's, it's a no-brainer for them to to go and buy shoutouts. I think shoutouts are, you know, probably the best strategy right here, right? So yeah, that's that's pretty much you know what what my opinion on that was. But I think you know um, when when it comes to building personal brand, you want to promote yourself on Instagram. I think it's 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 better. And also like with with um, Facebook ads or Instagram ads, uh, you know, Facebook could could potentially you know deactivate your account because you're doing something maybe wrong that's not within their policies. Uh, and on Instagram, you can always shout shout out your content. And you will have, you know, you will not have, uh, you know, um, you'll not have like the activation of your account if you're, you know, um, abiding by their policies, right? So it's like, like that. So I think shoutouts are pretty good, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would agree with you. I would say promo shout outs from bigger pages are definitely very efficient. And, you know, especially when it comes to building a personal brand, which is all which is what you're all about, what I'm all about as well. You know, when it comes to anything on Instagram, I would say a personal brand is the high has the highest value. You know, a page with like you said in the beginning of this uh, podcast call, you said like a page with 100,000 followers on a personal brand versus a page with 100,000 on a theme page. It's so much more valuable to have that personal brand. And I agree with you. So it's definitely useful to grow up a personal mm -hmm. brand when it comes to, you know, shout outs and promos. And I would say I agree with you 100 percent. You know, promos are the way to go. So mm -hmm. overall, just to nail in the point, like overall, if you had to convince someone to start an Instagram personal brand, why is it so important? And just nail it in for that person. If they're like hesitant to start one, why should they put their face out there? No, what that's, would you that's say actually a really hard question. But um, I would say, you know, growing a, a personal brand, whether that's on Instagram, YouTube or Twitter or any other platform, I think it's it's the like uh, equity you have. You, you, you basically own that brand if you're building uh, an email list if you're building you know you're owning that brand i mean of course instagram can anytime you know uh ban you from the platform 
or Twitter, same, YouTube, same. But I think, you know, building uh, a brand is something, you know, people relate to you. If you have a business, for example, if if you are, I don't know, a dentist, you can you can go and open up a personal brand and you can, you know, show your business. And then not, not just only that, you could, you know, relate, people relate to you because you're maybe funny dentist or you're maybe, you know, uh, you know, showing around, you know, jokes or something like that, you know, and people relate to that. So I think people relate to you and then they will come to you, to your business because of you, right? So that's that's really something that a lot, a lot of people understand. People come, uh, you know, to, for example, a dentist, a funny dentist, because he's funny, right? He's, you know, always cracking jokes and uh, yeah, they're coming to your business because of you, right? So having a personal brand is just, you know, uh, a way to show them a bit about yourself, what you do, uh, share your story, and then you know you can you know say you have a business, and then they come to you, right? So I think it's a uh, it's a great way to attract customers for anything, right? You could be dentist, you could be uh, you know an Instagram agency owner, uh, you could be you know anyone in the world, and the best part is you could be anyone in the world, right? So you could be in India. You could create a personal brand. You could do business with people in the U.S., right? Uh, you could be in Croatia like me. You could do people with business in the U.S. I mean, this wouldn't be possible. Like, I wouldn't be here on the podcast uh, with me if we didn't have a personal brand, right, or connected on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this is a pretty good explanation why a, a personal brand uh, is basically an asset, right, for you. definitely definitely i like how you put it together you said an asset you said equity and i just as soon as i as soon as i heard those words i thought of digital real estate right it's just putting yourself out there and you know i would say the internet technology is the future so it's so important to put yourself out there gain as much as you can right now everyone will be on it and everyone will try to get their space in so you know and like you said without a personal brand the two of us wouldn't be talking right now Mm -hmm. without networking the two of us wouldn't be talking right now so brother before i let you go well first of all like this podcast was really really incredible like this is 53 minutes of pure value i i hope like anyone who is listening this right now uh, it's going to get, you know, learn something new. Um, and yeah, uh, like my, you know, some of my message would be, you know, to sum it all up. Uh, it was a great podcast. But I think, you know, if you want, if you want to connect with me, I'm always, you know, open to chat about anything on Twitter at Tim Rovic. Um, uh, or, you know, you could also contact me on email, contact at feelyourdigital.com. Um, this is where I'm am. But basically, you know, if you want to get personal uh, network with me, uh, Twitter is the great place, uh, the best place to do that. Uh, and yeah, you know, drop me a follow if you're if you're already there, you know, and if you like what I'm talking about, I'm basically talking about, you know, pretty much the same uh, as you, Nidhi. I'm, I'm talking about Instagram, about mindset, about my own failures, my own mistakes, my own journey. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Definitely, definitely. That's amazing. And I love to hear it. And, you know, now that people know where to find you on social media, it's going to be great. And I hope you <laughs> know everyone you, listening, go drop a follow for Tim Rovic on Instagram, Twitter, go email him. Yeah, definitely go email him, go ask him your questions. He's definitely willing to help even go build that personal brand, maybe work with Tim. You know, he's an incredible person. And Tim, I can't wait to see where you get in the future. You know, it's only been a couple years. You're so young. 
and you know to see where you're going to be in you know a couple years time is going to be incredible and i hope to continue to stay in connection with you and it was a pleasure having you on the show gain tons of value from this not only myself not only maybe you but also the audience likewise so yeah, thanks Nidhi, for being thank you. on and i appreciate the hell out of it and yeah i'll talk to you soon then.